What is up, everyone? This is Noelle Foley, and you are listening to Pro Wrestling Proverbs. Oh, yeah. Have a nice day. feel good so uh logan logan feels good uh i do not feel as good i don't think the people at madison square garden feel pretty good either nope the people at madison square Garden. i'm disappointed for them i got i got so hyped it's like yeah you got sucked into it you know just a couple weeks ago on this very podcast uh we laid out some possible WrestleMania scenarios that we would like to see. And in record time, it feels like <laughs> they all got demolished. Um, we got a couple, right? Uh, yep. Some of them that were coming a mile away. Uh, I got AJ versus Edge, right? You got, I feel like everybody got Roman versus Brock. You can find the titles. Yep. Um, I got Becky versus Bianca, right? Uh, so far. Um, and that's and that's about it so far. We uh, got Priest and Balor, but yeah, uh, oh yeah, we did. But that's we about keep, it. We keep forgetting about them. Yeah. Uh, the one I got so wrong. Now, uh, nobody really saw this coming, but I uh, I had Cesaro versus Shinsuke fighting for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, now Shinsuke doesn't even have the championship anymore. We're two. And yep, we're Cesaro's gone. And Cesaro's gone. Uh, so yeah. So this episode, <laughs> we're gonna try it again a little bit. Uh, we'll go over some what some scenarios, uh, things that a what if. You know, what if this happened? Uh, this would probably be better than the Marvel Studio show, though. I mean, hundred percent. Hundred percent. It was animated. It was animated. It's not very good. Then we'll also discuss some uh, changes that have happened heading into the uh, heading into WrestleMania. I mean, some of them might ruin some things that not only the fans were hyped for, but I mean, even we were hyped about. <sighs> I think I think the first one we should uh, we should talk about is uh, everything surrounding Stone Cold and Kevin. Yeah. Owens. Uh, it I seemed mean, like two weeks ago, um, it seemed like it was kind of like a surefire thing. Yeah. It felt like that. Obviously, nothing is for sure, obviously, until WWE says it or it's on the TV. But very rarely is right. there so many, uh, I hate using the word journalist when it comes to the people that cover wrestling, but so many of the wrestling journalists like say something. And they were sure of it. Uh, for it to come out and not be true. I mean, and they didn't tease it as a rumor either. They said that it was the thing happening. Um, Austin was supposed to come back. They finally convinced him to, you know, as a way to give him the proper send-off because lately, you know, legends don't have to lay down for people. And since he was arguably um, their biggest star... For merchandising, wrestling, etc. 
Yeah. I'm sure Vince wants to give him a send off. It, pro- it would probably be nice for Vince too. Taker would get his Hall of Fame induction. Austin get his moment in one night. And then everyone said it was going to be Kevin Owens, and it made sense because you know they trust Owens with celebrities like Logan Paul and MGK. Um, they trust Owens. He's been in the ring with some legends before for some moments for some matches like the steel cage match with edge and so owens definitely made sense owens and austin friendly with each other owens was a big stone cold fan and then you started hearing rumors about you know after this match maybe austin will come back and do a couple more part-time ones maybe he'll finally lose to brock we can get austin versus orton we could even get austin versus cena but as you said, I mean, now two uh, two weeks later, you're saying Austin might not have a match, but he'll still be physical. It'll be more than a stunner. And I mean, I've told you this before. Austin's first match back is. I mean, it could even be his last match again. There doesn't need to be a lot to it. No. I, I figure Kevin Owens in the ring talking shit about Texas. Austin comes out, Austin gets a couple punches, Owens gets a couple punches, Owens tries to stun Stone Cold, Stone Cold grabs his boot, shakes his middle finger at him and says, nah, tosses him into the rope, hits him <laughs> with a Luthes press, gets up, drops an elbow, picks him up for a stunner, goes to pin him, pulls his shoulder up at two and says, nah, again. Picks him up, stunner, one, two, three, and a beer celebration. I know you, I know you said this to me before. Um, what are the chances of it being a repeat of WrestleMania 32? Uh, with the infamous uh, legends come out, beat up bad guy, bad guy's party leave. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, did they beat, who did they beat down? What was that name? The League of Nations. Yeah. And Sheamus. then they partied with the New Day. And then that's Stone Cold. Austin danced. Austin, yeah, and Stunnered uh, Woods. Xavier. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the one where I started realizing that some wrestling fans are ignorant. Because, you know, Austin came out, Shawn Michaels came out, Cactus Jack came out, people kind of poo pooed on it because he's not from Texas. I mean,. Cactus Jack is supposedly from Texas, and that's where the character started, so it made sense. But then I'm someone, I mean, someone we were watching with, I'm not going to say who, but if you remember, (laughs) if you remember this, Mick Foley didn't make sense. You know who would have made sense? Batista. Why would that make sense? It doesn't. Oh, and, I, and I know he's not the only one that said it. Because I know we got some opinions off the internet. So okay. whoever else said that, you're an idiot. Oh, shit. Um, is, is like Batista from Texas that we don't know about? No, no. He's from Washington, D.C. I'm pretty sure he was born. I don't think he... Puerto Rico? Yeah, something like that. I kind of want to know now. 
Um, but yeah, anyway, just like the the whole Texas is stupid, worst state ever, which it is. You know, Kevin Owens is telling the truth here. And I mean, <laughs> I don't think so. I love Texas. So if Bruce Pritchard or John Laurinaitis or whoever that is wants to send me Kevin Owens' family's WrestleMania tickets, because I know he's not going to want to take them from Florida to Texas. He hates Texas. I will gladly take the tickets. I'll go down to WrestleMania. I'll sit in the heat. I'll get covered by beer. And I'll watch the show. I'll do it for Kevin. Funny thing, because we talk about how that one guy, one person, uh, yeah. was saying that Batista would have made more sense. Apparently, a couple years ago, uh, Batista was talking... Uh, he was supposed. To, he was supposed to actually be there. He turned it down. Why? I don't know. Hate it. That's just. I typed uh, in Batista um, WrestleMania 32, and that came up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I mean, if that happens at this mania, it would probably be Shawn Michaels again. And it looks like JBL and Booker T have been talking to Kevin Owens. On Twitter, you know, hey, don't talk bad about Texas. Probably be those four, which JBL's notoriously, I mean, he was one of them that ended the ascension. Um, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, it's came out that I guess he was mean to the revival on one of the old school Raws. That, you know, the one revival guy told him about his life struggles and how he wanted to be a good wrestler and he looked up to Sean and then I guess Sean went and told the outsiders and they laughed about it and then they put him in the finishers. <laughs> so I mean, I'm sure Sean would love to do it. Um, I probably missed a few details there but that, that was the gist of it. It's hilarious. I love the revival but it made me laugh. Um, and Booker T... You know, he does everything to kiss WWE's ass, so I'm, I'm sure he'll get Mania. Yeah. But, but I told you off the program, I think, I mean, with the pop that Kevin Von Erich still gets because they, they ran the Texas territory for years, and then even Terry Funk, I, I mean, fans were upset when all he did was give Dean Ambrose a chainsaw. They wanted him to get involved. I think that was also at WrestleMania 32. Yeah. As weird as, yep, yeah, they kind of dropped the ball with Texas at that one. Maybe that's they're trying to make up for it. But you'd think having Funk and Von Erich. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Not to be mean, but, but can Funk walk? Um, he can walk. Well, he can ride down. He can have Dory <laughs> push him out. Uh, yeah. yeah, they uh, they <laughs> dropped. I I think they dropped the ball. With the Texas thing at that one. I, I find it funny that we're saying this, that there's a chance that Texas could beat someone down and The Rock could return. And that was... It happened at 32 as well. Yeah. yeah. This this WrestleMania might just be a rehash of WrestleMania 32. Good. A main event with Roman. That's yep. not going to go over well, most likely. Uh, an Aust- a Rock appearance... A Stone Cold Austin appearance. come back. Uh, legend beat down. Uh, Writes itself. Was there was there any celebrity guests at thirty two? Uh, Shane returned at it. He's not a celebrity. Who fucking knows him? Yeah, 
He jumped off the cell. He did. Ah, <laughs> uh, Shaq. Shaq. In the Battle Royal. There you go. So, so I have a celebrity match. Oh, my God. I have uh, three times the celebrity matches here. Uh, do, you, uh, do you count Pat McAfee as a celebrity match? Um... He, he I think nice he's team. made. I think he. I, I think, think he's he, made himself a celebrity. He paid uh, his dues. Yeah. I feel bad that his. I wonder if they'll bring up. Austin Theory was on NXT, kind of at the time McAfee was. Maybe he could play it up that he's jealous that McAfee didn't pick him for his stable. Never mind. They don't like continuity in WWE. It'll probably just be something about how. Austin Theory is upset Vince didn't bring him to the interview. <laughs> the continuity thing. They're they're trying to do this new thing, I don't know if you saw, with uh, like with Charlotte, that uh, she's never been submitted or something. Oh, really? Yeah. They're saying, uh, can Ronda Rousey be the first person to make Charlotte tap out? So you know that's going to be, be the finish. Oh, 100%. Uh, and then, well, Ronda Rousey made her tap out at tonight at MSG. But that probably won't be spoken about, so. It's just. Yeah, but the the, uh, the Austin thing is just, like like you said, it's crazy what can happen in two weeks. I mean, we didn't talk about it on the last podcast, but, uh, I mean, from then to now, Vince McMahon was penciled into being a match. I, th- I thought he was. I thought he was gonna fight Pat. I thought the whole interview thing was gonna be like a, like a work shoot. Yeah, but instead he answered real questions. And then and he was just like and a bunch of bootlickers got on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was so it was so so crazy on both sides too, like the uh-huh. Magic Man haters and the WWE uh, defenders. We'll call them. It was cr- yeah. It was a crazy day on Twitter. Oh. I mean, like I said, the one that made me the angriest probably was when it's like, uh, Vince did an interview for this long, and he didn't insult his competition once. Good for him. And like you could see that Vince haters. Yeah, but he shoulda he shoulda went after him. Oh, it's because he's scared of him. I, I'm. So- I think Vince is actually scared of Tony Khan. Uh, Vince, I don't think Vince was scared of TNA when they first got going. No, but they never mentioned him until mentioned them until they were pretty much out of business, almost until they rebrand. I, I just think he probably knows that as a boss, it's not something to do. I mean, especially, um, since I mean. Tony Khan's kind of an on-screen character now. Vince isn't. So, a, so I'm sure Vince is thinking, you know, oh, AEW could play it off. But, you know, I'm just the chairman. It wouldn't be very professional of me. But instead, the interview just went well. And then he gave McAfee a match. I didn't actually watch the interview. Um... Why did he give him a match? I remember the exact words. Oh, it, it, it very obviously like set up beforehand, because um, mm-hmm. they were gonna because you know Pat McAfee has all those guys in the studio with him. 
Yeah. He's like, oh, I think the boys won't ask you a question. Then the guy gets like halfway through a question. If it's just like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, so I'm going to interrupt you a couple times here. But, uh, and he just off, he's just like, you know, Pat, uh, I want to give you the opportunity to fight in the ring at WrestleMania. <sighs> That's essentially it. And then, and then they all like went, oh, and Pat was like, it would be an honor, boss. It'd be an honor to fight at the most stupendous WrestleMania of all time. So, yeah, that. I just don't understand. So it's either going to be a one-off thing or it's going to turn into a feud. But I don't want that as a feud. Like, even with Vince involved. But I, I don't know if I want it as a one-off match either because I don't really like Austin Theory. It'd probably be... This is, this is... I'm calling it now. This is my bold prediction. Uh, Pat McAfee's going to win. Pat Mania. Okay. Um, and then they're going to do a tag, t- tag team match at WrestleMania Backlash. I I don't know who's gonna, who's gonna be in it. I just feel like a tag match looks good. Like Theory and McMahon against McAfee and someone. Yeah. Shane. Shane, bring back Shane. Cody, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, that's the other one from a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, Where's Cody Rhodes? <laughs> yeah, Cody left AEW. I um, everyone, I... everyone reported that. He I was guess, on a handshake deal, yeah, so I guess he really the, didn't have to wait. The thing was, they they offered him a bunch of money because yep. they wanted the like a surprise. They wanted to sign him because they wanted to do like a like a surprise debut type thing, get a lot of attention, and like really hurt AEW. Yep. But they put out that statement together, uh, saying that Cody was get released, and they took the offer back. Really? That's yeah. That's the word going around right now. That uh, yeah, Cody, yeah, Cody Rose got like this massive, like seven figure offer, uh, before the uh, statement came out, and then the statement came out, and WWE took it back and offered him a lower uh, amount, and I guess Cody Rose got pissed off. That's hilarious. I mean. Why? I don't know. I don't see why he would want to go back. I mean, I know he has quote unquote unfinished business there. And supposedly Tony Khan made him mad because he took away the booking. But. Talked a lot of shit about WWE. And the more that I look back on it. Besides Jim Ross, Cody's like the only one that constantly on screen or in interviews was like, oh, WWE shit. We're going to beat him. I mean, his first figure came with the hammer that he <laughs> took out the fucking Triple H to sit on with. I, I don't know if you go back and listen uh, to our shows. Probably not because you know you're here. Uh, <laughs> but I our opening for last for our last episode was a Cody Rhodes interview saying about how he can never go back there. He burned the bridge. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? 
Um, I never, I never, I never really thought Cody Rose going back to WWE was ever a really good idea for him. Like he, because like you said, it was always he was always the anti WWE guy of uh, the elite, and he was always the one taking shots at AEW on screen or at WWE on screen. For him to be the one, the first major AEW wrestler, like original, to jump ship to WWE, that just that's just not a good look for him. No, but I mean, whatever. Uh, the interview came out. I don't know if you saw where Kenny Omega said, um, "Him and the Young Bucks never wanted to beat WWE. They just wanted to put on great wrestling." Yeah, it's funny because usually you don't hear that quote until the Rise and Insert Dead Wrestling Promotion Here <laughs> DVD. <laughs> I mean. We never wanted to beat WWE, even though we tried. Yeah, we didn't want to beat them. We just wanted to be competition. And hey, I would like I would take that too. Like I don't like I don't really want. I kind of like where AEW is at now. They're kind of walking a fine line between like mainstream popularity and kind of like a oh we're kind of cool niche like underground type deal. Um, It makes it fun, you know. Like I think like I've posted this on Twitter a couple times. I think someone asked uh, the difference like between WWE and AEW, like which one are you watching regularly? Mm-hmm. And I think I put I respond on our account on my behalf. Uh that I have more fun watching AEW every week. Like AEW's the only show I'm, at least I I don't watch Rampage every night. I think we right. record on Friday nights. Except for tonight. So I don't usually get to it. Um plus ten o'clock's a late start time. I'm an old man. Uh, but yeah, I, us- I usually catch Dynamite every week, uh, just because I think it's just a funner show. But w- don't sleep on the dubs. Yeah. Um. But who knows? Who knows where W is going to be at in two years' time? There were the rumors right. of sale uh, going around. Um, I kind of lost track of where this thought was going. But yeah. I, I, it's interesting to see where both companies going to be at. Oh, definitely. Uh, and, to, and like, just think of all the growth AEW's had over the past three years. Yeah. Um, the exact opposite can happen just as quickly um, if they're not careful. I mean, it, it, I mean, it did in WCW. Yeah. They did well, ninety-five to ninety-eight, and then they started going down. The good thing that AEW has going for them right now is. Um, Tony Khan is the one who owns it. Yep. Um, I don't think Tony Khan is ever going to sell it unless it, it was a really bad spot. Like, right. They somehow lose their NFL team and their soccer team and they're just going broke or something like that. Yeah. WCW, at the time it was closed, it was owned by... Uh, who was it? Ted Turner? It wasn't Ted. It was, um... Well, he sold it to, um... Warner Brothers Time Company. Yeah, it, it was, like, owned Time by... Warner. Yeah. And... What are they gonna do? They didn't want to do anything with wrestling. So, they just canceled it. And... Yep. AEW will never be put in that spot. They're not selling it to a bunch of... TV execs... That... Just... Oh, just because it got low ratings for a year straight. Right. Because 
if if it was still being funded by Ted Turner, uh, WCW would probably still be around today. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. And the and the landscape of professional wrestling would be so different right now. Um, that that that's such a crazy thing to think about too. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of my fear with WWE being sold. Are they too big to fail if they get bought by like a Disney or right? Uh, if they get sold outright to like NBC or something like that or Comcast, uh, do they dump? Peacock lost like billions of dollars last year. Yep. Granted, the off was it the Office and WWE. I'm trying to think of what I don't know if it was the Office. I know WWE was for sure one of the shows. I think it was the Office. Was either the Office or like Law and Order or something like that. Uh, for like the most like requested, it was Raw. It was WWE Raw and Law and Order. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, were the most like requested shows on Peacock. So they're getting numbers on there. So if it gets sold to to Comcast, they'll do all right on there. I guess I don't think they would. I don't think WWE would ever follow the same route as WCW. No. Um, if it got sold to like a like a company. Man, imagine a long way from Cody Rhodes not getting hired. Yeah, no. (laughs) I, I, I kind of took a detour there. I kind of got my thoughts got the best of me there. So Cody Rhodes didn't get hired. (laughs) He hates still not. I mean, but before we completely leave him, I've told you before. I think he could be a major help. I mean, according. To some of the former rest or some of the wrestlers at AEW, he was very approachable for the African American community. He's very approachable for women, which makes sense because his wife Brandy Rhodes is both of those. Um, Brandy did a lot of charity work and got AEW involved with some good um, promotions companies. Cody also was good at training, like the younger talent. I mean, I know a lot of it was Dustin and other trainers there. But from what I heard, Cody was around for, you know, Hook. He was a big proponent for Flip Gordon and MJF. He saw Sammy Guevara, that kind of thing. He brings with him, I mean, he's got connections, both in wrestling and outside of wrestling. He's got a little of the booking. Uh, My theory is he tried to ask for NXT because it was Dusty's, and they told him no. So that's when the communications halted. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, I mean, if Cody does come back and he is at Mania. God, what if he takes out Kevin Owens? Cody? Yeah, because his dad's Dusty. And it's in Um Is that a... What, what was the word we were using at the last, in the last episode, two episodes ago? Uh, Stone Cold level surprise. Oh my god. I think you just tucked yourself into it. Well, what's going to happen? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh. That's like Braun Strowman winning a heavyweight title at Mania. That's bad. Big bad. Big sad. Uh, what's the next topic? I need to get out of this one. Um, I just want to point out, because I'm still kind of on that rabbit hole of WCW and AEW. Yeah. Um, I was looking up the uh, amount that WCW sold for. It was $4.2 million altogether for the video library and the trademarks. Yep. Do you know how much 
Tony Khan, uh, Spencer I, Ring of Honor. I will say it's more than before, WCW. I'll say that. I'll say I will say before that if you look at the, all the what killed WCW stuff, Time Warner sold it for cheap because they wanted to get rid of it. I mean, it could be worth more. I'm not saying it's worth as much as Tony Khan paid for Ring of Honor, but apparently it was one of those things like please someone take this off our hands we don't want this and then Vince stole it from Eric Bischoff but uh, I'm going to assume Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor for 6 million dollars 6 million yeah sure I mean here he owns half of it on his roster uh 40 million dollars 40 million most of that's got to be tape library. WCW was sold for, let's say, $4.1 million. Uh, Tony Khan spent $40 million. So for $4 million, Vince got Booker T, EDP for a little bit, Lance Storm, everyone else was kind of not good and irrelevant. And then a tape library. Tony Khan's net worth is seven billion dollars. He is a lucky man. That's that's why they keep signing all these talent. You only got the money for it. Shit, sign me. Me and Logan will do uh, commentary on AEW Dark. Yeah, I'll even do Dark Elevation. I won't. I'm um, too good for that. I. You can do it with uh, Mark Henry. Yeah. I think it's going to be good or bad. Um, Tony Khan buying Ring of Honor. I mean, we'll talk about that in a bit, but I just... Yeah. We'll probably do a whole episode on that. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot that could... Uh, there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. I mean... We'll see. Yeah, I mean, funny enough, speaking of Tony and Cody, I don't know if you saw, but they asked Tony Khan how he felt about doing a pay-per-view without Cody. And he was like, we've already done one without him. There was one pay-per-view he wasn't on. I'm not too worried. Well, the one they're doing tomorrow night uh, seems pretty stacked without him. Yeah. So. And like I said earlier, he wasn't he did all the booking. So I don't think Cody really had a hand in anything. No. Well, yeah, Tony didn't Tony take away all the booking yep. power from all the EVPs or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, stick to video games, Kenny. <laughs> but, um... We're supposed to be talking about WrestleMania. Well, yes and no. I mean, we were talking about Cody wasn't going to be there. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, what he, the hell is Seth Rollins going to do at Mania? Yeah. Uh, their, their plan is to, to win the uh, tag titles, right? That's obviously not happening. I don't think. No. I don't I mean, think it's going to happen. I, I, I I, if Rollins and um, Owens win the tag titles, then that for sure shows there's going to be no Austin. Yeah. I think, because, okay, oh, if Owens and Rollins win the tag titles, yep. then RK Bro splitting up, and they're actually going to have their match at Mania. Yep. But, I don't know. But if I, th- oh. I think I think I Otis know. and Gable win, they'll beat RK. No, they'll beat um, Rollins and Owens, 
after Orton hits an RKO, and then they throw Orton out of the ring, and they get the pinfall. That way at Mania, they can play up, oh, we never got pinned. And then Orton will turn on Riddle, and it'll be a backlash match instead of a Mania match. What if they just do just a rematch of... Because the title match is tomorrow night, right? Or on Monday, yeah. this Monday? Monday, yep. Um, what if they just do a rematch, like a triple threat tag rematch? Um, and then the whole Texas wrestlers beating down Owens thing happens after that match. I mean, because they lose, Owens throws a temper tantrum in the ring, and blames Texas. Blames Texas for his loss. That he shouldn't have wrestled a match in Texas. It's whatever, it's bad luck. Because uh, only losers live in Texas, and he got rubbed off on them or something. Yeah. And then that happens. I think that's a possibility. I think while we're on the subject, I mean, we're supposed to be talking about Rollins, so it fits. KO is going to be having, this is KO Mania 5, correct? Six. Um, but six? Yeah. Oh, there goes that thought. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking they were going to have him and Rollins split up, and then it'd be like the Mega Powers imploding. That's cool that they had him and Zane fight last year, then at KO Mania 5. Yeah, there's been five like, so far. Just, I, I, what, what do you do with Rollins if you don't include Owens now? You have him. I mean, because it seems like Balor's gonna fight Priest. Um, Lashley's out. Um, Drew, I just fight Drew still I just fight AJ. Drew's gonna fight Corbin. Drew's fighting Corbin. Um, don't they could he get inserted in the title versus title match? That'd be nice. Because there, well, there's there's like there's some history there. There's I don't know what they could do with them, but I feel like they have to have a plan for him. Maybe Ricochet as an open challenge. And then we get Seth versus Ricochet in a good match. And then Seth wins the Intercontinental title and goes to SmackDown. Possibly. As far as I know, everyone else is fighting. Uh, Well, Culture uh, says... Seth Rollins is on track to face somebody at WrestleMania 38, but who? Yeah, who indeed? Uh, Dave Meltzer writes in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter that Seth Rollins is being lined up for a match with an unknown opponent. <laughs> what will happen here is a total mystery. Uh, Rollins' opponent will be, uh, if be one of, if not the biggest surprises left for the April 2nd and 3rd event. So it's a surprise. So if Cody comes back, Cody's facing Seth Rollins? Maybe. Because I can't think of anyone else that could be a surprise that Rollins would fight. But what if, what if Cody's backing out? If Cody backs out, what if uh, they scrap the Austin match and have just Kevin Owens versus Seth? Oh. Did they already do that at a Mania? I don't remember. Isn't that the one where Kevin Owens the... wanted to jump off the pirate ship on him? 
Yeah, they already did that at the Empty Arena Mania. Did they? At 36. For some reason, all these most recent WrestleManias are, like, just, I just don't remember them. I think, I think we gotta do, like, a WrestleMania rewatch here. I did that once in the dorms. I watched every Mania within, like, a week. Yeah, I think I remember that. I did it with that, and Clash of Champions, and Survivor Series. But again, again, we keep, uh, we keep strong. Rolling away. I, I don't know what Rollins is gonna do. I am honestly a little concerned for him. If it is a surprise, like I said, it has to be Cody. Um, yeah. We'll see. We're only we're like less than a month away. Um, what one, two, three, four, four weeks of uh, television left to go. Mm-hmm. So within the next week or two, most of the big matches should be set up. Right. Um, this seems like you know, a weird time. It is weird. I mean, because Logan Paul's back. Yeah, there's a bunch of celebrity matches at this year. I mean, we yeah. talked about McAfee. Just said Paul. Oh, yeah, and then Knoxville and Sami Zayn. Yeah. I mean, that one we've pretty much known since... After the Rumble. And just... They were impressed with them. Again, it shows Sami Zayn. He's worked with Legends before. Now he's got another celebrity. Um, they've obviously got trust in him. as, Like I said, they did in Owens. Yeah. But the weirdest one to me is Logan Paul and The Miz. And only because... Do you remember what the thing was with Miz's last year? Ian Morrison fought Bad Bunny. And... Damian Priest and Miz said that celebrities didn't belong in the ring. <laughs> and now a year later, he's teaming with Logan Paul to fight the Mysterios. Now comes full circle. I mean, I've told you this. I don't want Dominic and Logan Paul in the ring at the same time. Uh, Logan Paul obviously isn't a very experienced and Dominic Mysterio... You know, he had, I don't, I don't think he's really improved since the last time we said he improved, and that was, you know, a year-ish ago. Dominic, he still looks awkward. Dominic might be more green than Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, Dominic, I mean, it's time to give it up, people. Yeah, he did great in his first match. Yeah, he, he, he did good in a couple after that. But since then, they look the same. He's a stiff board. He's obviously not his dad. It's not good. No. Good thing he'll be Maybe, in showcase mode, though. Yeah. Maybe this year they'll dress Ray up as Batman and Dominic can be Robin. Oh, yeah. He doesn't, he, doesn't Ray usually do like a yep. comic book theme, usually? Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, the Batman just came out. So. Mm, see? It all, tie, all comes together. All comes together. <sighs> yeah. And, uh... Some of the people... Some of the people that we nobly left out of our WrestleMania show... Uh... Well... Except for Finn. We, we had we had that bad in Finn at the last minute to fight... Yes, uh, I mean, we, we essentially forgot him. 
Yeah. Finn and then Finn and Ricochet. Two high flyers. Two fan favorites. And now they're both secondary champions. <sighs> Fans. I, I, the more I think about it, I do like the idea of Ricochet versus Seth. Even though that makes it, no sense for Seth Rollins to do right now. No. Um, I, don't, I, I would love to see that match, to be honest. I mean, And then it looks like the Priest-Balor one is just like we described. It'll probably be the Demon versus Damien. And then they can does, each have their spooky Rick, little entrance. Does Ricochet even have a match on the main card? I agree with what you said earlier. I think it'll be on the pre-show. Ricochet versus Xavier Woods. Ricochet versus... Seamus. I mean, it looks like Seamus will either get that or he'll get a tag team match with Ridge Holland against the New Day. Either way, after years of being there, poor Seamus. I feel, I feel like yeah. Seamus has never really had a, a real WrestleMania moment that I can think of. No, his biggest one is the 18-second pinfall with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And, like, he wasn't even, like, on the good end of that. No. <laughs> he won the match, but, like... It's not remembered because he won. I remember because of mm-hmm. what happened after with Brian. Poor Shane. I mean, yeah, who knows what's going to happen with these new champions, though. I mean, like we said, Balor and Priest is likely. Ricochet could be almost anyone. I mean, I feel like those titles are in the same boat as the tag titles. And even though it makes sense for the Usos to fight the New Day or Holland and Sheamus, it doesn't. They don't have a match solidified yet and the raw tag titles even with this match happening on monday i mean there's those three teams and there's just so many more that they throw together or they have and they haven't been on screen there's still the viking raiders or whatever they're called now the viking experience on um (laughs) smackdown there's just a lot of teams. There's a lot of players. They haven't got released mid- yet. Yeah, no. Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of mid carters that could do stuff at Mania. I don't think Ziggler or Bobby Roode will be there. It seems like they're gonna be fighting on the NXT pay per view or I PLE think, that weekend. The, uh... NXT title. Yeah. You'd have him beat Braun. Maybe. Um, but yeah, there's there's just Rocking a lot changing. That's true. There's a lot changing and happening. I mean, going with titles still, even though we don't know what the tag team champions are doing, we know what the women's tag team champions are doing. It looks like Carmella and Selena are going to uh, defend their titles against Naomi and Sasha. Which seems so random. Except yeah. They, they, I know they have Team Bad, like, History, there's, it's so like selective on stuff that we're supposed to remember yeah. and like recall and what we're not supposed to. Like Naomi and Sasha Banks have not like interacted since 2015, 2016. No, all it is is that they're friends and they don't like the other two. And... I mean, Tamina uh, tweeted about a Team Bad reunion, um, so maybe it'll happen. I don't know why they pick that team out of everyone, but. Uh, because well, the other, because all the other ones are, everyone 
they're either retired, released, or fighting in the main event of this show. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I just this is a weird tag title. I mean, obviously, it looks like Sasha and Naomi will win. If the Sasha and Naomi thing leads to Bailey coming back, I'll take. Yeah. It. Yep. What if like, um, Naomi gets taken out? Oh. Yeah. Because we just re- oh no, we just restart and Banks and Bailey can be friends again. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, and then the last thing again involving the tag titles. I don't know if you saw on Monday, um, Randy Orton apparently had to rush through the finish, he had to change it because he got hurt. Um, he was laying on the laying in the ring. It was harder for him to move. They're thinking it was something with his ribs, which obviously could be something minor, like the wind got knocked out of him, or it could be something as major as a broken rib. Doesn't look like they're giving us RK Bro yet. Probably not. I'm waiting for it though. What happens to Riddle if Orton can't make it to Mania? Does he fight Rollins? Possibly. It's just a matter of time before Riddle gets his quote unquote breakout moment trademark. Uh, It'll probably be with Orton. It has to be with Orton. I feel like when they have their match. They're the hottest team of the year. So, I don't know. I mean, there's just so much with Mania that either could have been done, should have been done, was going to happen, and within a couple weeks. I mean, as they say, plans change. Cards subject to change. But the thing is, that stuff could still happen. Like, by the time you upload this and... Uh, put it out there, and then a week of WWE television goes by, and another set of rumors go around that Cody yep. Rhodes is back in talks, and Stone Cold is still, and Stone Cold shows up on the Monday after uh, AEW's pay per view to take the air out of the room for him. Right? Who knows? Who knows? Cause I, I remember I tweeted, I think it was like last week, that if Stone Cold is showing up, it's this week or next week is the most likely chance of him showing up but if he does not show up by next Monday he's not coming nope we throw it out the window yeah he, he'll no longer be in a match he might be at Mania like we said in a legend spot but it, it, it. and then here's the other question do you think they actually asked him and they were talking about something and Austin backed out or do you think again these journalists just heard all this news and now it was just Vince, you know, baiting him along. Um, it could it could be a little of both. Um, I feel like there's definitely there probably sh- definitely was a conversation had with Austin because mm. he's gonna be there 100, percent right? Um, in some capacity. Um, I think it's a they floated out the idea of a match out to him. And he was mm-hmm. receptive to it. And I think that's probably where all the talks are coming from. Out, he, he obviously hasn't agreed to it yet. He might have. Yeah. He might have done it recently, and we just haven't heard about it yet. Um, I feel like when the rumors first start coming out that he hasn't. Uh, right. Just just going off just the common sense, uh, what we know as wrestling fans, what to expect, uh, of how, how we know how the business works, has... 
Has somebody seen him travel to Pittsburgh? Has he right. has gone to see that one doctor? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then we would I mean, know. The, the rumor is supposedly... Because um, I know a lot of people are questioning if his neck is ready. His neck's always been ready. I mean, when he retired at 19, it wasn't because of his neck. It's because he's having heart issues. Beginning of his book, The Stone Cold Truth, he talks about how um, he had been drinking a lot of Monsters, or Red Bull, I think, at the time. And he got stressed out because it was the match, and he hadn't been back full-time. And is he going to return full-time? And then, because the heart issues, that they decided to retire him, but they didn't say he was retired because there was always the chance he could come back. We figured he was a common character for about five years. Then he was supposed to face Jonathan Coachman at Cyber Sunday. Uh, the rumor is Coach was going to beat Stone Cold, but it would have taken like Coach, Vader, Goldust, Big Show, a whole bunch of people to beat him. Austin didn't want to lose. The fact of the matter is he was ready in like 2005, 2006. I'm pretty certain he'd be ready now. I don't think his neck's holding him back, if anything is. Um, I just I think this could be one of those times where a rumor got out. And people got really excited. And now, because yeah. Austin's not going to have a match, uh, people are going to hate this mania. Yeah, Philly. I think you said it before we started recording. This mania is either going to be one of the best ones we've had in a long time or it's going to be come off as a complete dud yeah um i can see either of them happening uh with the celebrity involvement with roman versus brock again with a lot of these mid-card matches not being defined it'll be interesting to see how fans react to mania um I guess before we completely leave the Mania subject, we mentioned it earlier, there's supposed to be a second Stone Cold Double Surprise. Yeah. Uh, you made the joke about Cody. It's still, in my opinion, I don't know how you feel, I, I still think it looks like it's going to be The Rock. I think so. And he beat Roman beats Brock, holds the titles up, and then when he does it, he's going to say, I am the head of the table. And then, like, I run WWE, I run the Anawaii family, and when he says that, then The Rock will come out. It'll be something dumb like that, and they're gonna play up on Samoan heritage and the family, and... And, it's... and then that'll be next year's uh, main event, Rock and Roman. Hopefully there's no title on the line, so that way we can question who's gonna win. Well, do you think they can do a... Uh... Like a year-long build or something? Yeah, yeah. Fucking... I know, it's crazy. Someone like The Rock doing a year-long build with the face of the WWE. I've never seen that happen before. Never been done. Never been done. Yeah, I mean, is there anyone else that comes to your mind that could be the Stone Cold level surprise? Besides those two? <sighs> um... Who's even out there? There's not a lot anymore. Like I wouldn't consider John Cena that. Um, he can come back at any time. He's been back numerous times. 
Yeah. I think it's Stone Cold on Surprise. Somebody who hasn't wrestled in an extended period of time. Undertaker. Well, Undertaker will be there. You, you know Vince called him. Yep. Hey, hey, pal. He got one I wonder more. if he did it as a joke. <laughs> I would love. Hey, to pal. Say. Hey, pal. You want you want you want to come to Dallas on more Mania weekend, pal? And you know I can't. We're retired. We discussed this. How not even want? for. Not even for Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I'll do the Hall of Fame, but uh, I don't, I don't want to wrestle oh match, boss. <laughs> Please let me retire, boss. How about you fight Austin Theory in a hell in a cell? And throw him off. Throw him off. Throw him off the cell. I just, I, I don't know who it could be. It, it has to be, realistically, if it's not Austin Cody Rhodes, I don't know who it'll be. Uh, X Pac. <laughs> yeah, the one, two, three kid. Uh, I don't know. I'm, Kurt Angle. I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna Google WWE. Perk Angle. Perk Angle. Well, yeah, you know they. Kurt Angle has been. Uh, pitched ideas, recently. That I saw that. Through. We talked about the last episode. Uh, pretty sure. He's supposed to be with uh, Gable and Riddle for their little thing, and he's supposed to be the special guest ref at yep. Saudi. Um, I, I Triple H, he's he's got a his heart's about to blow up. His heart, <laughs> his heart assaulted him a couple weeks ago, a couple, you know, a year ago. Sean. But like, I don't think Sean is gonna come out and do a match, like on. I don't. So that's the thing. Sean I, don't, and I, don't, Seth. I don't. I don't know if I believe like they would do a pure like. Like it was gonna be like an actual match, that they would right. like, have it be a surprise and not use it to sell tickets and pay per view buys, you know. Maybe it'll be Vince. I. I is that a like? It could have been Kane before you know he tweeted a few weeks ago or last week. Fuck, fucking Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea who it can be, but it's gonna be one of those things like the Royal Rumble, where if it isn't good, the fans are gonna shit all over it on Twitter and hate it. Probably. Like, like anybody else I could think of that would be great or dead, honestly. Yeah. Dead or somewhere else. Dead somewhere else. Or retired. Else or, or physically can't yep. walk down the ramp. Jesus. Uh, well, before we wrap this up, I guess I'll... I, I don't know if, uh, if you saw because it just came out like less than an hour ago while we are recording. Uh, we can because I don't know if we'll have a chance we'll probably these things will happen before we record our next episode yeah uh, Jeff Hardy uh, is officially signed with AEW wow uh, he will be debuting at 
AEW Dynamite this Wednesday. The day is 90 days up. Um, and that uh, Swerve is going to be at uh, Revolution tomorrow. I think it's crazy that Jeff's going to AEW. I mean, it makes sense. Right. But yeah. what does that mean? Uh, so why did he leave the ring and run to the crowd? I mean, it obviously wasn't a drug test thing. He's not, you know, mentally ill. <laughs> Do you think it's like a conspiracy? Like, well, Matt, that's, that's Matt, I, like they had like a family dinner like a week before, and Matt's like, JF, I need you to come over to AEW. We can bring the Hardy Boys back together. I need you to get yeah. fired by Vance. And... I mean, that's what I'm wondering. And if it was, what a dick. Yeah. It's going mean... to be hype, though. I, do, you, oh, yeah. do you think Jeff will... You know what? I, I, I'm indifferent about Jeff Hardy. He has, like, a wrestling character. Yeah. Do you, do you think this would be, like, one of their biggest signings? This has to be, like, their biggest signing, right? <sighs> him, him and Punk. Like, I, like I, I, I think Daniel Bryan's bigger, and in a way, I think now Cole's bigger. I think Jeff Hardy's ran his course. His body can't do a lot of the moves he used to. I'm, t- I, um, I'm kind of more going towards like the like the lapsed casual fans. Oh, um, I think he'd probably be the biggest because um, I know Jeff's not going to be put on any good matches, most likely. He's oh. him and Matt are gonna do uh gonna run the tag division. They might get yeah. they might get a title reign. Dude, if they beat the Young Bucks, the revival's gonna get pissed off, and I'll get pissed off. Yeah, I I, I would, mean, I'd but, be there for it. Like, <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I don't, it's like I was saying, Jeff can't do a Swanton anymore properly. You really can't do Whisper in the Wind. It's hard to do Poetry in Motion, and for the twist of fate, he has to like modify it. I, I wish WWE would have given him like one last title and called it good. But now, I mean, I'm excited. It looks like the Hardys are kind of doing a one last run thing. Yeah, be- they've got a bunch of they got a bunch of indie shows. Like they're gonna fight um, Matt Cardona and oh god, what's his name? Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers. Um, then they're gonna fight the Briscoes, and so in AEW they can have a real match with the Revival. They can take out the Young Bucks. They can fight Pentagon and Phoenix when they come back. It, it should be good if it's a one last run thing. If they keep Jeff on and does Jeff win the uh, world title? I hope not. Uh, I'd I'd be I'd be upset with that. I would I don't really yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I mean. I don't want to be one of those people that doesn't want the Hardys to come back because I look at the Dudleys and how Devon just had the career-ending surgery. Bubba did the interview, and I think Devon did one too, where they don't really talk anymore. I mean, knowing that the Hardys can have one last round will be fun. But then again, with how AEW books the new talent, um, we'll see if he is a mainstay or if it's kind of... We're still going to use Christian as an example, even though he just won the content or the ability to get in that ladder match tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, he came in like a house of fire, and 
he then didn't fight a match for months. I mean, granted, he could have been hurt, but I don't know. It was just weird. Jeff Hardy to AEW, though, to sum it up, it still irritates me because, yeah, I, th- I think it was like a setup in a way to get him out of WWE. I mean, why else would he run through the crowd like that? Like, why? <laughs> I don't know. At a house show, if he was tired, like he said, he could have just tagged out and not done anything. Has he done an interview since then? Um, He just talks about how he's upset that WWE never gave him the results to his drug test. Um... No, um... The most recent one that I kind of balked at is when he said like his jo- his passion for wrestling was finally back. That's what gave me the idea that he did that to WWE. Um... Let me see. But I just I don't know. He wasn't doing bad in WWE when he left, so I don't really know why he did. And he was being positioned for a Roman feud, and yeah, get much better, especially at his age, and with how he had been booked previously. I mean, you're not always going to be at the top, and I think that's something Matt Hardy forgets. I think it's something a lot of fans forget too about yeah. some of their favorite. Uh, I mean, like look at Ricochet. Aren't people clamoring for him to get released like a month ago and now he's Intercontinental Champion? Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. He can still get released here any day. Well, no, fans wanted him to because oh. he wasn't being used. Yeah. Uh, Ricochet's actually, I just saw this too, Ricochet's the first uh, person ever to hold the North American title, the U.S. title, and the Intercontinental. Intercontinental? Yep. Now he, nice. Now he replied to him saying that he's the champion of geography. <laughs> Geography champion. <sighs> so I think that's a that's pretty much a wrap for this episode. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, we covered most of everything we wanted. We had discussed our WrestleMania. Kind of, it was kind of a mixed bag of WrestleMania things surrounding WrestleMania. Um, I know what you're thinking, guys. Why didn't you bring up the big AEW news? Why didn't you talk in detail about Tony Khan sending Ring of, or buying Ring of Honor? Well, don't you worry. Yeah, don't you worry. It's just not this episode. We like to keep things tidy and clean. Tight. Yeah, don't worry. Well, Logan's got a lot to say about that. Yeah. So as always, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening this far. And if you did, might as well just follow, throw us a, lob us a, a follow on the socials. Uh, we actually, I don't know if I told you, I, you might have, I might have told you this. We have recently passed 100 followers on TikTok, too. There we go. Yes. Uh, we are at 105. We have more followers on tiktok than our twitter account yeah i mean tell your friends about our tiktok our twitter our instagram our podcast just everything yeah come on anything with pro wrestling proverbs on it 
Yes. Tickets approval from you. 